everyone, it's Chris Campbell and Michael Gum with another Resolutions Rundown, an abbreviated podcast where we give you the rundown on great mental health. Hello, everybody. All right, Michael. Uh, the season is officially upon us. Holiday season. Exactly. We we did an initial rundown uh, that was uh, aimed at helping people navigate, you know, those uh, those family gatherings, office parties, and so forth. Yeah. And uh, we thought it would be wise to maybe do a follow up to talk about another source of stress and anxiety during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're talking about... Black Friday. Yeah, holiday spending, yeah. right? Holiday spending. I, uh, you know, I'll probably sound a little like Captain Obvious uh, during this episode with some of my observations or questions, but... I think it's I think it it's good to return to the fundamentals. Oh yeah. In order to sort of rein ourselves in at a time where we tend to be like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> uh-huh. Everything's fine until the stomach ache settles in in January, right. right? And those bills start coming due. But um you know, what would you guess is the number one complaint about the Christmas season? Well, I mean, we're on the topic already. I got to think it's that over commercialized everything is based off of the gifts and the the greed and all of that. Yeah, spot on. And again, that's an obvious question, an obvious answer. Uh, but commercialization, I mean, that's, that's probably what I hear the most complaints about. And no doubt, I complain as well. I usually start in September when I walk in a <laughs> hardware store. Uh-huh. And I, I don't see Halloween decorations <laughs> being pushed, but I see all kinds of Christmas decorations, uh-huh. Christmas music playing. Somehow they've got Christmas music playing already. I know, I know. You yeah. know and, and here I complain. But yet, uh, you know, it's a part of where we live, you know, in uh, when we live in a country that, uh, you know, really dials in on the uh, gross domestic product and it's all about free enterprise. There is a push at the end of the calendar year, which coincides with the fiscal year Mm -hmm. to really make a lot of sales. Yeah. And so people work very hard at marketing and they want to squeeze every last penny out of buyers when it comes to the Christmas season. And so we are inundated Mm -hmm. (laughs) with commercialization. So along with commercialization comes with tapping, swiping. Of course, we're talking about using credit cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael, what do you think the average credit card debt per U.S. household is right now? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I would say maybe a couple of thousand, a few thousand. That That is a great guess, and that is concerning enough if it were true. Okay. But actually, the average credit card debt per U.S. household was close to $10,000 as of June 2019. Really? That's average. Okay. Yeah. And by the end of the year, that actually totals up to catch this 1.07 trillion with a T of total credit card debt that Americans are carrying. Wow. Right. So in a clinical setting, you quickly learn that, again, one of the greatest triggers for anxiety is indeed financial stress. Well, sure. And you can help a person form a plan to whittle down their debt throughout the year. Then the Christmas season hits. <laughs> right. You know? It all goes out the window. It goes, it's like, you know, again, you know, we, we sort of get caught up in the moment and, uh, and our disciplines that we've learned throughout the year becomes sacrificed. And so, uh, for today's resolutions rundown, we're going to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We're going to give our listeners two simple tips on how not to regret your holiday spending. Two. Too. Right. Uh, and this info today comes to us by way of a personal friend of this show, 
Bob Waddell is a Financial Peace University certified coach and teacher. Uh, Bob has been helping people get out of debt and make wise decisions with their money for years. He currently works in the D.C. Metro Nova area and is the go-to guy for Gateway Church in Aldi, Virginia. And our listeners can find the details of our two simple tips in a link to Bob Waddell's blog in our show notes section of the podcast. Awesome. All right, and now we give you two simple tips on how not to regret your holiday spending. All right, so here we go. Uh, First step, are you ready? Yes. Make a budget. <laughs> Again, there's no there's no big uh, scoop. There's no shock. There there's no hot take on that. Make a budget, yeah, uh, because it works. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the simplest way to make a budget is you're looking at your cash flow mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. What's coming in? What's going out? And then you sort of generate a list of people who are potentially on your Christmas buying list. Yeah. Right. And so as you see, do you have any marginal monies, any discretionary funds to spend? You can sort of overlay that with the people who you would love to buy gifts for and see, okay, how much will this actually work out? Mm -hmm. Um, How much money do you want to spend maybe per person? What are some decorations you'd like to buy maybe for your house or apartment? Uh, What are some things that you would like to have on a hospitality level if you're talking about certain foods or gatherings that you want to host? Once you have the list, put down a number that you think you'll need to spend on each item, add up the list and see where you land. Yeah. And then another obvious question Look at that total and say, is that an amount that I'm willing to spend for this holiday season? Mm-hmm. And then if it's not, you adjust the budget. You adjust the budget. You 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 slash where you need to slash. You cut down the list. And, uh, you know, if it's if your total ideal spending is 40 percent higher than what the reality is, then look at reducing the, by that amount in each category. Yeah. You'll be surprised how much better you'll feel if you have a plan and you're not just winging it. Yes. All right. So easy enough. Step one, make a budget. Step two, the second tip is look for bargains. There you go. <laughs> Captain Obvious strikes again. Yeah. You know, and, and some of our listeners, you know, I they could do a whole seminar uh-huh. On looking for bargains. So oh, yeah. They start their Christmas shopping in January. Uh-huh. They probably start their Christmas shopping December 26th. <laughs> right. You know, because they've got a plan. They know how to find the bargains. They know how to work it for next year. They have a way of anticipating gifts that are both will be trending and even age of kids or extended family and what will make great gifts based on their personalities. But for the rest of us who tend to coast through the year and then we're in, oh my goodness, you know, phase coming into Thanksgiving and the the period of time between Black Friday and Christmas Eve, it's go to time. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's where the rubber meets the road. So, looking for for bargains. And uh, as much as I as much as I hate, <laughs> and and really, I think I've only been out on a Black Friday once. Me too. Yeah, one time. One time, I was coerced into doing it. I will still look through the Black Friday ads yeah, just to see, is there anything there that might be suitable for a person who's on my list to buy a gift for? Um, sounds obvious, but 
we live in a day and age where now Black Friday shopping not only starts early, but you can do a lot of it online. Oh, yeah, Cyber Monday. Yeah, and there's a lot of comparative shopping that you can do That's online. True. Whether you're in the comfort of your home or if you're up at dark 30 standing in line waiting to check out, you can you can do a, you know, a comparison shopping uh, <laughs> you know, um, analysis with your smartphone sure. as, you're, as you're standing in line. And every penny you save, as Ben Franklin would say, is a penny earned, yep. so to speak. So uh, look for bargains. Uh, the second thing you know, that I would think comes in with step two with looking for bargains is really you know, adjust your mindset when it comes into the Christmas season. And Michael, you and I have talked about this, and mm-hmm. a lot of times it comes down to, are we shooting for quality or quantity? And your family does something super interesting. Why don't yeah. we just share that with the listeners? Yeah, this is something that my wife found online, and I really love it. There's this mentality uh, when gift-giving, specifically with gift-giving with your with your children, um, that you can set the expectation for there's going to be four gifts in these categories, something that something they want, something they need, something they wear, and something they read. That's like that is so astounding. Say say that again. Yeah, I mean it's it's catchy. It's something they want, something they need, something they wear, and something they read. So how does that work in a family that wants to implement? I mean, something that that sounds so straightforward, so perfectly obvious, but mm-hmm. What's that look like? Well, you know, if you set that expectation, then they know going into it that there's going to be these four gifts in these four categories. And when you've got it narrowed down to the to that that quantity, the quality can increase because you're not feeling like you've got to divide your your efforts through all of these different gifts and things get added on when when you see them. No, you've got it narrowed down to these four categories, and then you can make sure that each gift in each one of those categories is really great. Right. Uh, you know, and I, I love the idea of the quality that goes in with each of those items because, you know, I, I think I think with commercialization also comes the, you know, the testimony of many parents where a week after Christmas is gone, mm-hmm. there's a lot of toys laying around that aren't being touched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so again, uh, the, the quality over the quantity, I just think is brilliant. And any way that parents can sort of funnel that down, distill that down into a way to where, you know, gifts that are received, especially by our children or by other members of our family uh, are valued. That's always the way to go when it comes to really being uh, financially responsible. Spo- responsible and hitting, you know, hitting that budget during the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Okay. So another question that often pops up is, you know, for people who are really, really, really trying to get out of debt, but now they're stepping into the holiday season to where either they have a strong tendency, they love to bless people with gifts, or maybe they're in a situation where there's a a lot of obligatory gift giving and so forth. And the question is, okay, well, what do I do if I'm really trying to get out of debt currently? Okay. Well, I think that there's a lot of the same principles in play. You've got to set your limits and then you've got to set expectations. Make sure that everyone understands where you're at, especially if this is an adjustment from previous years and just, you know, let them know, hey, you know, I'm trying, I'm working on getting out of debt right now and this is what my holiday season is going to look like. And I I really think that people will be understanding if you, if you just level with them and be honest. I, I totally agree. It, it, it 
honesty is always the best policy, but I think that's really true during the holiday season. And uh, and even though, you know, we talked in the last episode about not letting traditions overtake, yeah. you know, the sacredness of being in the moment with people, not letting the tail wag the dog, you may get some pushback on that. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is you're creating a new precedence moving yeah. forward for other people to say, okay, well, what are we really valuing here? And I couldn't agree more with you. It's like, just be straightforward mm-hmm. up front. Uh, you know, there's, uh, again, another great uh, Seinfeld, uh, you know, episode. <laughs> it all comes down to Seinfeld. Uh, uh, for me, it's uh, the office. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, the, one of the main characters, George Costanza, he doesn't want to go into the obligatory gift buying, you know, uh-huh. in, the, in the office environment. And so he gives everybody these these cards that tells uh, that tells his co workers that uh, he's made a donation on their behalf to the human fund, you know, for that Christmas. <laughs> so that's season. just a donation to yeah. himself, right? Yeah, well, okay. it, was to- it was totally fabricated and so forth. And uh, anyway, it, uh, there's a whole uh, funny episode that it, that ensues after that. But uh, but that that's not cool, you know, to, yeah, to make that. up stuff. And uh, yeah, just being straightforward. Uh, again, getting out of debt, there's a lot of, of intentionality that's required to do that. And for a listener uh, to be very methodical, January through October coming into November, to take the necessary steps to reduce that debt, to sacrifice, and then to step into the Christmas season mm-hmm. and to be sort of carried away with the same old expectations yeah. – that can be very defeating. Absolutely. So that's why you've got to set the expectations and set the limits early on going in. Right. And you won't be in that boat forever because once you clear the debt and you're out of that, then you've got a whole other budget to work with yeah. in the upcoming years. Mm-hmm. So finally, uh, another question that often surfaces this time of year, especially for people who've already gone all in, they've already done their purchasing, they've already committed, they've already spent the money. It is what it is, right. as they say, is... Okay, how can I get my finances together for the new year? Okay. You know, in other words, not to make some silly New Year's resolution, but at the onset of the new year, how can I how can I start in a way that I mean to go? Okay. And that is becoming more and more fiscally responsible with your resources. Mm-hmm. And one of the great resources that we love to turn people on to here at the Resolutions Podcast is Financial Peace University. Yeah, uh, Financial Peace University, of course, that was founded by Dave Ramsey, a very well-known speaker and financial guru. And Financial Peace University is, uh, is, a, is a class that is totally built to dovetail or to synchronize in with faith communities. So you will see a lot of churches who have certified trainers, coaches, and they are certified locations for Financial Peace University. In our show notes, we're going to have a link uh, to Dave Ramsey's website where you can explore personal resources uh, that will help you form a strategy on a personal note uh, with your finances. But at that website with Financial Peace University, there will also be a locator button there to where you can find in your area churches that are a part of the Financial Peace University network. Cool. And we would just highly encourage any listeners who want to elevate, you know, the way that they steward their resources, uh, we would highly, highly, highly encourage you to check out Financial Peace University and where, uh, you know, those sponsor churches may be in your area. Yeah. Okay. Two simple tips. 
make a budget and look for bargains. Yes. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, we'll wrap up this episode of the Resolutions Rundown. And Michael, I know that the both of us, we want to wish our listeners a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, don't let others' expectations cause you to sacrifice what you're doing and be sure to keep in mind the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. So until next time, I'm Chris Campbell. I'm Michael Gum. Join us back here for the next episode of the Resolutions Podcast. Mm-hmm.